0: Welcome to Political Nigeria, this is Sibweli Arinze, and I'm your host. Today we will be talking about the Supreme Court judgment which struck out the case filed by the President and the Attorney General against the insertion of section 8412. Remember, we have discussed this section sometime in the past. Today, the Supreme Court threw out the request by the President, President Muhammad Buhari, and the Attorney General, um, which you know sought. For the Supreme Court to nullify the clause. This is what we'll be discussing today. It promises to be an interesting and insightful um, podcast. And so I urge all that we sit down and listen as we seek to unravel reasons why the Supreme Court. Give such judgments. Welcome. Well, hello. This is Political Nigeria, Nigeria's number one political podcast with Ibueli Arinze. And like I said in the intro, um, today we'll be talking about the recent um, Supreme Court judgment which um, threw out the requests of um, the President and the Attorney General. Um, seeking to throw out um, this clause, the, the, the insertion of um, Section eighty four twelve in the Electoral a little background um, understanding of what of what Section eighty four twelve you know suggests. Um, Section eighty four twelve was part of the um, two thousand and twenty one um, Electoral Act as amended, which had in this clause that. You know, um, appointed officials such as ministers, directors of boards, director generals, the personal assistants, senior special assistants, PAs, and all that could not, you know, vote in a congress or a convention of um, a political party that sought or was seeking to put in officials there. Like, if you remember when we discussed this sometime in February, this was because um, there was a tendency for the executives to abuse such, such a, a privilege. You know, maybe a governor or a president could appoint as much as aides, and each of these aides is uh, entitled, by virtue of the appointment, to vote in a primary election. This, of course, skews the advantage, uh, you know, you know uh, the electoral advantage, uh, you know, to the uh, to the side of the, the the executive governor, and so the um, national assembly, in its wisdom, felt that look, no, <clears throat> no, government appointee should vote or, you know, um, exercise. His right to vote in any Congress, convention, or any 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 political primaries. Now remember President Muhammad Bari had rejected the signing of the Electoral Act, and then when it was sent back to him, he decided to sign it. But he urged the National Assembly, if you could remember, that they ought to, that they should, you know, throw away or remove such um, a clause. When this clause got back to the National Assembly, it was stepped down. You know I mean, when the request of the president, it was stepped down, and excuse me, sorry, and the clause, you know, you know, was 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 uh, left, um, you know, unaltered. Now, following this, someone from Arbiya State had approached the, the High Court in Arbiya and asked the High Court to nullify, to you know, nullify the the clause itself, stating that it wasn't um, viable for for a democracy. To which the courts accepted such. A request and subsequently went on to ask um the attorney general to remove the clause from the electoral act this did not go down well with the national assembly who in turn approached the appeal Court, and then from there the matter went on to the supreme court now today the supreme court in ruling throughout the the matter describing it as an abuse of court's process, and I have been speaking to some legal minds who gave me a number of reasons. First of all, and the Supreme Court said that the president had assented to the the, the 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 document. The president had placed his imprimatur on the the the, the Electoral Act of which this same section 8412 was part and parcel of. So, if the president assented to it, could the president now come out and also challenge it? Again, the president had participated in the various primaries. Of course, the president must have been part of the congresses in Casina, he was part of the he um, was part of the the convention that brought in um, Abulai Adamu, that is of the APC. The president was part and parcel of the convention that brought about Senator Bola Ahmed Tinubu as a presidential candidate of the APC. The Attorney General and other uh, parties involved in the suit had also participated one way or the other in the various primaries now i think from the thinking of the supreme court it would it now be now wise to now nullify it and if the supreme court had nullified it automatically that would have led or could have led to a nullification of the electoral process mind you we already way short beyond the electoral calendar which is also part and parcel of the Electoral Act because the Electoral Calendar is a fallout of what the Electoral Act suggests. So now that we have fallen behind, and let's assume uh, the Supreme Court had, you know, said, okay, Section 8412 is contrary and runs out of virus to the Constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. There and then, what happens to the electoral processes experienced? Perhaps <laughs> the former PDP primaries and the APC primaries and every other uh, primaries that had to do with these officials not being allowed to function would have been declared null and void, and I would have thrown the electoral act and the electoral process into the dustbin. Perhaps bringing up a constitutional crisis. Again, the Supreme Court, also, one one legal advisor said that it was more or less a forum shopping. That, 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 That the Attorney General and the President going to court to to challenge or come to the Committee Supreme Court was more or less forum shopping because the Attorney General and the President were never affected by the you know, workings of this clause. And so if these things did not affect the President, if these things did not affect the, the Attorney General, then what was the point of the Attorney General and the President coming to court. So I think it's a plus for our democracy. Uh, I think um, it's, it's more or less, um, you know, uh, uh, the talks about the vibrancy of our democracy, and it speaks volumes that, you know, um, our democracy has come to stay, and it's about time that we, we, we acknowledge what our democracy is has to offer. Now, let's let's look at it this way. Can the presidency dictates to the legislature how to make its laws? You see, this is what we are talking about. And I think it, it, it makes for a lot of sense that you know, uh, we, 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 should, we should begin to call up for stronger institutions because had this clause been thrown out, then the whole electoral process m- would have been in ruins. Perhaps right now we would have been running up and down and trying to see how we could salvage electoral process. But kudos to the Supreme Court. That you know stood up for the average um, Nigerian and you know you know told the president and the attorney general that I mean you can't come here and have your your way with such a matter. So I think the country's democracy is on the move, and I think um, you know we 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 ought to support such a process. And um, you know, give um, um, kudos to, to the Supreme Court, you know, and those and the and the and the, um, and the legal teams that you know um, sought or tried to ensure that um, our process, this electoral process, did not you know just go down the drains. <laughs> yes, the arguments that section eighty four twelve runs contrary to the Constitution. I don't know this Supreme Courts and the various courts never apart from the High Court in Abia never got to hear the merits of the case properly. But perhaps maybe God in our lives and all see the twenty twenty-seven um, um, elections and, and maybe prior to that period we would have um, 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 A remodeling of the act, and perhaps it will be challenged in the court. But for now, our democracy is safe. So, what are your thoughts? Do you think the Supreme Court was right? Of course, the Supreme Court is invaluable because I don't see anybody challenging it or challenging the process since it is the highest court of the land except it is asked to review his judgment and of course, we know that the Supreme Court cannot review his judgment. Once it has given a judgment, the judgment stays. So, what are your thoughts? Do you think the Supreme Court was right? Do you think the Supreme Court should have listened to the merits of the case? Do you think that the Section 8412 ought not to have stayed. How do you think our country is growing as a democracy? And bit by bit, step by step, we are getting to that place where it will not be every man to his might, but every man to his rights has given. And ordained by God with finance to all. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Again, this again is your number one political pod- podcast, Political Nigeria. And I am your host, Ibrahim you really Yarinza, signing out. Keep a date with me. There will be more episodes, more interesting episodes as we continue to discuss issues and um, solutions to fixing our politics in Nigeria. Thank you very much, and may God bless us all. See you soon. Bye.